We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, everybody, to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. It's Friday, December 9th, 2022. Alex Barutha here with Shannon McEwen and Ken K-Train Kreitz. All aboard! We're going to jump straight into the news today. Uh, DeJounte Murray sidelined two-plus weeks with an ankle sprain. Um, This comes after John Collins uh, was ruled out. Last week, he's out for a bit yet. DeAndre Hunter may be able to return for this upcoming game on Friday, so they the the Hawks may not be a complete skeleton crew. Uh, but Ken, we talked last week about A.J. Griffin. Yeah. Uh, there are some other guys, too, who are mildly interesting for Atlanta, but it's hard to have too much confidence. I think at this point, Griffin might be the guy to turn to with Murray out. Well, or maybe Bogdanovich finally Bogdanovich healthy too. and ready to go. But you're right, AJ Griffin. I mean, this is a skeleton crew. You expect big minutes for Griffin, big minutes for Bogdanovich. Probably a little more diva play from Trey Young, which I'll get to later. But uh, a little Jalen Johnson, right? Or maybe a lot of Jalen Johnson. But uh, you remember when this team was too deep and they were trying to figure out minutes? How quickly things change in the NBA. Yeah, Bogdanovich, I, I mostly didn't mention him because I he's rostered in maybe like 60% of leagues. Depends where you're looking, uh, 50 to 60%. But if you're in a shallower league, I think, you know, maybe a 10-teamer, there's a pretty strong chance he's on the wire, especially if you don't yeah. have IR spots. Hawks have three games next week, so not maybe not an ideal streaming uh, scenario versus the 11 squads with four games. But Bogdanovich certainly worth the flyer. Griffin's still available in, I think, two-thirds of leagues. Uh, so, yeah, a, a lot of uh, gold to mine in Atlanta. Yeah, Bogdanovich is available in 43% of Yahoo leagues and 69% of ESPN leagues. Also, one-third of Atlanta Bogdanovich owners think they have Bogdanovich from the Pistons. So that, that's a <laughs> misleading stat. <laughs> uh, the... Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers last night. That game was a barn burner. Jamal Murray hits a game-winning three-pointer. It spoils Damian Lillard's 40-12 and performance. 
Shannon, how concerned should managers of Anthony Simons and Jeremy Grant be about the return of Damian Lillard? I'm not too concerned uh, in so much that I expect both players to still be top 100 players, uh, top 100 fantasy options. They're both going to still play a boatload of minutes. Simons played 34 minutes last night. Grant played 38 but there is going to be an impact. I mean, I mean, Grant was basically averaging about 40 fantasy points, maybe a little bit over 40 fantasy points per game uh, with with Lillard out. And Simons w- on the season is still averaging over 24 points per game. That's or before last night, he was at least that that's not going to continue. Right. Simon Simons is still I, I fully believe Simons has the he'll have the volume to still score 20 points per game. But his assists and his usage and his points are certainly going to come down while Lillard, Lillard is healthy. You know, one of the main questions is, will Lillard stay healthy? Right. And also, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to overreact just on one heater. I mean, I mean, Lillard was nine for 17 from downtown, uh, seven for seven from the line. This this is probably going to be one of the outlier games. I mean, we're not going to see this from Lillard every single night. My strategy here is I do think Lillard will be hot. You know, it's going to mm-hmm. go on a standard uh, uh, hot streak for two or three games. And I'm going to try, I'm going to send some buy low offers out for Simons and Grant. Cause I think, yeah, Lillard is no longer Cal Ripken. He's going to have some <laughs> injury issues this season. Uh, and uh, Simons and Grant are both going to get their shots back. I'm, I'm confident. We have more news out of Denver, Ken. Yeah. Michael Porter, who's already uh, missed eight games. Coach Malone in Denver said uh, there's still no timetable for his return. So we're seeing a lot of Bruce Brown minutes. Uh, the Swiss Army knife, Bruce Brown. Brown's good on D, but it's never been a big uh, numbers producer. Any thoughts on this Nuggets offense outside of Jokic and Murray? I mean, Bruce Brown, he's been pretty – I haven't been two leagues. I picked him up. And it's it's been working out. I mean, he's as of right now, like he's he's ranked like 95th in fantasy. He doesn't put up amazing numbers, but he's the glue guy for them. And yeah. if anyone else misses time, it's usually more Bruce Brown. Um, but we also, I think it's also important to mention that you know we've also seen um, Jokic and Murray see more usage, more fantasy point production with Porter out. It's a lot more two man game. Um, so you know, ride the highs if you have Jokic and Murray. But if <laughs> if Porter comes back, because talk about how yeah. interesting that guy is. Um, but assuming he comes back, don't be surprised if you have Jokic or Murray, if there's just, you know, small three, four, five fantasy point dips out of those guys. But um, he's going to continue missing games pretty regularly, I assume. Yeah, Aaron Gordon's another guy who's seen a nice bump. I mean, mm-hmm. Gordon's having arguably his best season since uh, 2018 with the magic he, he's averaging 16.8 points 6.6 rebounds 1.1 three-pointers uh 62 from the floor which is absolutely wild for him uh but but the the one bugaboo about gordon's fantasy value is free throw percentage down to 64 and a half percent also gordon's hairstyle makes zero sense to me alex you're gonna need to explain that to me post-show Okay, okay. Someone much, someone considerably younger needs to explain to me that Gordon hairstyle. Uh, Alex, other injury news, but this time out of Utah. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Colin Sexton is out at least a week. This coincides pretty much exactly with Mike Conley's return. Um, do Ken, do you have any concerns that, you know, when Sexton comes back, now Conley's back, um, do you think he's going to go back to seeing minutes? You know, Conley or uh, Sexton was seeing minutes mid to low 20s. Yeah. Do you? I, am, do you I mean, I'm concerned mention- short term for a month, right? I don't know what's going to yeah. happen with Utah. The trade deadline, they're finally revert, regressing back to 500 ball. One wants to think if mid-January, if they have a losing record, wouldn't they still try to get back to moving Clarkson and Conley? So, uh, I mean, a buy, uh, again, Sexton could be another good buy low, really low while he's injured and have an awesome second half. 
Uh, I just go back to the preseason. We all thought it was going to be Sexton, not marketing. That would be the bigger breakout. Uh, and so we have to admit, admit I was wrong there. But uh, yeah, there's definitely some concern. I do think, though, this team's going to be 500 or losing record. The thing is, 500 in the West could be a five seed, you know, the way the, the, way the West is playing. But I think Ainge is smart enough to know, look, this is an aberration. The team's not that good. The West isn't that good. If we can get, if they can get value for Conley and Clarkson, and maybe that's a big if. Um, I think Ainge will move them. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be too surprising. Let's go to fan feedback, Ken. Yes, and fans, if you'd like to ask a question to be answered here on the show, please go to the RotoWire YouTube page and leave a comment on the most recent NBA video. Uh, this week, our YouTube fan, Armvido, which I'm mis- probably mispronouncing, Armvido asks, gentlemen, which forward do you prefer rest of season? New Orleans Pelican, Herb Jones, or Atlanta Hawk, A.J. Griffin? Short term, they both have three games this week. So let's talk rest of season. Well... Herb Jones is, in my opinion, barely worth rostering in a 12-teamer. Um, I think he's a, I think he's mostly a streamer. He's ranked about 150th this season. And I also think Trey Murphy has played so well that I'm not yeah. convinced. I'm not convinced Jones is like locked into 28 or 30 minutes. Uh Griffin, uh, Griffin continues to get more and more trust from the coaching staff and is a better per minute fantasy player. So I think some of it depends on your league size, short versus long-term ad. I mean, Jones is safer. Griffin technically has more upside because he's a better per-minute player, but how often are they going to, you know, are they both going to see 20 minutes a game, 25 minutes a game for the rest of the season? If that were the case, I'd want Griffin. It's just a little unclear right now. Yeah, I it short-term, I want Griffin. Uh, Herbert Jones is out for Friday night. He's already been ruled out for Friday with an ankle injury. That's going to be his fourth straight game missed. Um, he, he missed a stretch of four games earlier this season. You know, but but Jones has started all 17 games he's played. He's had some, some solid games. Um, he's coming in at 28 minutes per. I am skeptical that he's going to hold off Murphy, uh, Trey Murphy, long term. I think Trey Murphy's the better fit with that starting lineup. And even if Jones continues to start, Murphy might get the edge in minutes. Um, so there, there, there's similar concerns with AJ Griffin. I mean, we mentioned Bogdanovich, DeAndre Hunter's going to be coming back soon, uh, but it really is a toss up. I would just say short term, I'm going AJ Griffin. And then in a week or two weeks, when I have to make a decision on who to replace AJ Griffin with, I pick up the next hot, hot item. I mean, if you're if you're in a league that's shallow enough where you're just deciding between players of this caliber, between Griffin and Jones, there's going to be another suitable option to pick up in two weeks if you do have to drop Griffin at that time. Yeah, and I I was I think mentioning the fit of Jones makes sense because Jones is a defender, but he's not a great three point shooter. Like this season, he's taking three threes a game and making twenty nine percent. I don't know how you put that guy in a lineup next to Zion Williamson and Jonas Valanciunas. It just where the spacing is awful. So I agree with you. I think Murphy long-term, he's, he's launching six threes a game. He's 40%. I think that's the move there. I think Jones got a lot. I think Jones, his name recognition 
is a little too high because of how much out of nowhere he came last season. <laughs> and his last season was like, it was fine, but he was like the 90th guy. He wasn't amazing. He's coming minutes. You know, you think right. your gut tends to go minutes, but we were talking about Bruce Brown earlier. Like Herb Jones might be a younger Bruce Brown. Herb Jones is really good at defense. So he just, yeah. oh, you know, everyone, everyone loves him yeah. the way he plays on defense. So he's probably overrated for fantasy. Gotcha. All right. Well, hey, Alex, can you tell us about our friends at Pickett? Pickett is a social bet tracking app that takes out all the hassle of tracking your bets. And it records your performance over time. Pickett connects to every major U.S. sports book like DraftKings, FanDuel, and others. And DFS pick'em providers like Prize Picks, Underdog, Fantasy, Thrive Fantasy, and more. Once you hook up your sports books, Pickett does all the heavy lifting to slice and dice your betting data. You get historical, detailed PLs, graphs, breakdowns by team, sport, player, bet type, and more. You can also line shop for the best odds across sports books to make sure you're getting the best bang for your buck. When your when your bets are live, Pickett tracks the scores and player prop updates. No more switching between your sports book app and different score apps. The best part of Pickett is this: no manual entering of all your bets. Once you have all, once you have your accounts linked, it's effortless. Results sync automatically. Also, the Pickett social feed and community creates a home for betting where you can learn from others, see what others are doing, and find verified content to inform your betting decisions. Visit Pickett.com. That's P-I-K-K. IT.com to download the Picket app today. Let's go to the waiver wire uh, for next week. Philadelphia has two games. There are 11 teams with four games, and the rest have three. Uh, my available in 50% of league suggestion this week is Jalen McDaniels. Of the Charlotte Hornets, he is 36% rostered in Yahoo, 7% on ESPN. Gordon Hayward, probably out another month or so, and then when he comes back, he's going to get hurt. Uh, McDaniels is ranked 88th per game over the past six games, which are all starts with Gordon Hayward out. Uh, McDaniels, we saw this a little bit you know, from him earlier in the season, flashed some fantasy value. He doesn't excel in any one spot. And he's not that consistent, but his numbers add up over time. Um, there's a lot of games where he just gets you, like, you know, 15 points, six boards, three assists, a steal, a block. Um, I, I For as long as Gorgon Hayward's out, I think McDaniels has to be rostered in, in a 12-teamer. Stocks are always undervalued. And Jalen McDaniels, good stocks guy. Mm -hmm. Ken. Who is your available in 50% of leagues player? We're going to Indiana for the rookie, and but not maybe the rookie you're thinking of. <laughs> rookie guard, Andrew Nebhard, 52% managed in Yahoo, but only 13% on ESPN. Rookie out of Gonzaga was the first pick of the second round. The Indiana Pacers have four games next week. He had a huge 31-point game on, on Monday, but that was with Halliburton out. Uh, Nebhardt has started the last five games instead of Benedict Matherin, who you the higher draft pick. I think they like Nebhardt's excellent ball handling, though. 
And over the last five, in those five starts, he's averaged uh, 14.6 points, 5.2 boards, and 7.6 dimes. Huge minutes, too, for Nebhardt, if or when the Pacers deal Buddy healed. Hey, he's a rookie. He's going to have some highs and lows. Didn't have a particularly good game the other night. But uh, love when you can get point guard production off the waiver wire. Yeah, he's someone who, uh, you mentioned it, if you have a stash spot on your bench available that you're not really using, you never know when the Pacers might send a couple of those guys off uh, to commit to a tank, and then Nemhard uh, obviously transitions into a bigger role. So I think that's a good option as well. Shannon, who is your 50% of leagues player? Well, I'm, I'm going to Utah. Walker Kessler coming off a spot start in place of Markinen, who sat out. You know, Walker Kessler's very popular option, very popular sleeper option during draft season. Uh, rookie first round pick for, for who ended up being traded to Utah. Uh, absolute double double machine when he gets the minutes. Um, but in that spot start, 10 points, 12 rebounds, five blocks, five for six from the floor. 40 fantasy points. He's had a couple of other big games just last week, 20 and 11 with two blocks uh, in between eight and eight with three blocks. He's a guy who can rack up a ton of blocks. He is owned in uh, 40 per, or rostered in 40% of Yahoo leagues, only 5% of ESPN. Uh, there's some question whether or not, you know, what Walker's Walker Kessler's role is going to be once marketing returns. I think there's a good chance he could start over Vanderbilt uh, yeah. long-term. I, I was really just going to say that. I don't understand the long-term commitment to Vanderbilt here. It seems like getting Kessler, if, if, if he's ready, get Kessler his minutes because yeah. he's got potential to be a starting NBA center. Like, And I don't think, I don't know, you know, Vanderbilt's a fine a hustler, fine work the boards guy, but pretty limited upside. And with Sexton now out for a week, too, I think Utah may get creative with their starting lineup, even with, with Conley coming back. Markinen, I think, is still questionable for tonight. Um, so we'll have to see uh, kind of in the short term what Utah does. But if Kessler, I mean, I think Kessler's worth he's worth the, the dart right now if you're just trying to spec. He's a speculative ad, but if you're looking for, you know, there's plenty of long-term upside with him. If you have the time to wait a few days and see how the starting rotation kind of pans out for Utah, uh, then, then go ahead and do that. But I, I love Kessler's upside. Well, and to, to that point, Kessler, per 36 minutes, is the 44th-ranked fantasy player, uh, which Watch. are always those, – those are always good guys to target – to stash on your bench. You just wait for someone else to get hurt and they come in and start he's, doing work. He's getting almost two blocks a game and only 16 minutes a game. So yeah. uh, the blocks are going to explode if he gets more time. Okay. My long shot of the week, which are players who are rostered in fewer than 25% of leagues, a little more of a deep cut, although he's starting Quentin Grimes, uh -huh. Quentin Grimes, 9% rostered in Yahoo, 1% rostered, in ESPN, Tibbs has absolutely had it with Evan Fournier, Cam Reddish, and Derrick Rose. Those guys are not in the rotation anymore. Remember Cam <laughs> Reddish? Um, Tibbs yeah. likes a small rotation. He likes a tight, tiny rotation. They're not playing. Uh, Grimes, the guy who allegedly held up the Donovan Mitchell trade for New York, uh, <laughs> finally is starting uh, the past nine games. 
over this nine-game stretch, he's ranked 124th in fantasy, averaging 9.9 points, 4.4 rebounds, 2.7 assists, 1.6 stocks, and 1.4 threes. He's sort of touted as a defensive specialist. His three-point volume isn't great, but the numbers, they, you know, they're they're underwhelming, but they add up. Again, 124th as a starter. Um, tracks pretty well with his starting numbers from last year. It's boring, but in deep leagues, he's got to be rostered, especially in 16-teamers. He's just he's starting. He's playing 30 minutes. He could be a top 125 player. You just got to pick him up. 9% is too low. You need assists. You need steals. He could be helpful. Ken, who is your am I the only one that I keep seeing Derrick Rose in Dallas Maverick trade rumors, and I just think, ooh. <laughs> oh, we get that. We uh, get uh, that. Pairing, yeah, a Kemba Walker, Derrick Rose pairing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. What is it? Two thousand eight. Team, that team would give up one hundred and fifty points a game. <laughs> uh, Ken, who is your long shot? My long shot, it's a bit of a repeat. A, a gem from a few pods ago. Santi Aldama. Santa Claus at Memphis. He's uh, managed in 30% of Yahoo Leagues, 8% of ESPNs. You know, we all dumped him with the return of Jaron Jackson, but JJJ is not a pillar of health. The 21-year-old Aldama delivers the rare combos of threes and blocks. Last four games, solid production, 12.5 points, almost seven rebounds, three-plus assists. But here's what I like, the one-and-a-half blocks with 1.8 triples per game. Uh, This is a little longer-term play. Memphis only has three games next week. But if folks are quick to dump Aldama, I think that's a mistake. I think he's – yeah, he's – he did disappoint after that start, but – He's still worth rostering at 14 teamers, I think. You may not start him every single week, but uh, he's still worth putting on the roster. Um, Jackson's Shannon. an injury risk every time he gets out of bed. Yeah, I mean that's that's part of it too. <laughs> Who's your long shot, Shannon? I'm going. I'm going super deep on this one. Zaire Williams, Ooh. Uh, 21 year old wingman for the Memphis Grizzlies. We got bad news about Desmond Bain this week being out. What is it? The next three to four weeks at yeah. minimum. So guess who just made their season debut for the Grizzlies this week? Zaire Williams. Top 10 pick last season. 10th mm-hmm. overall pick. Agree. Showed, showed tons of upside uh, last year as well. Had it had a, had some spot starts. Actually made a had one run where he started about 20 uh, games in a row uh, for the Grizzlies. There's upside here. This is mainly for deeper formats, and it may take some time. Um, but he did, you know, in his season debut, he, he played 19 minutes off the bench, scored 20, 21, uh, almost 22 fantasy points. Um, I just think there's a lot of upside here once he rounds into, into shape and, and is able to play 25, 30 minutes. The other option for Memphis is, you know, if you don't, if you don't have that risk tolerance for, for Zaire Williams and you want more immediate uh, contributions, John Conchar is the option. And, and that's who I basically expect Williams to eventually supplant in the lineup. Uh, Conchar has been locked into the starting lineup since Bain went down. He's averaging 10 points, seven and a half rebounds, 31 minutes. He hits three pointers, 1.7 per game during that stretch as a starter. So, you know, if you, if, if you want more immediate 
uh, contributions, Conchar's your guy, but I would not be surprised if Williams ends up eating into Conchar's playing time. I, I was going to make Conchar my dull suggestion of the week, but I feel like I've done that at least once, maybe more often yeah. <laughs> you know, in the past. But uh, yeah, eagle eye scouting there, uh, Shannon, because there are minutes to be had. This Bane injury, a total bummer uh uh in memphis but yeah lots of shots and minutes available with desmond bain out uh i'm gonna cut then to my dull suggestion of the week i kind of struggled to find one this week so i just want to point out that the celtics have four games and Derek white and malcolm brogdon look like they have like about 40 percent availability in most leagues you know a lot of time they get kind of blown off because they are coming off the bench for the most part but they're both seeing a lot of minutes for the Celtics. Celtics are the number one offense in the NBA. So there's plenty of points and shots to go around. So uh, just check your waiver wire to see if White or Brogdon are available. I have uh, I have Brogdon in my uh, NFBKC team. And he'll probably start for me next week on a four-game yeah. week. I think, I think he's exactly that kind of guy, um, which is good. Okay, let's go to Friday DFS. Yes, the Friday DFS picks section brought to you by FanDuel. Fans, sign up for FanDuel now and compete for millions of dollars in prizes each day. Choose your best NBA lineup and compete to win real cash. Ten-game slate today. Highest over-under, 235.5, courtesy of the Wolves at Jazz. That Rudy Gobert return uh will be interesting give the people as, what they want yeah as always <laughs> for the main injuries check the rotowire lineups page and the rotowire news page we have so many new features so first in the rotowire optimizer again we mentioned this before but you can now adjust the minutes if you would like and the fantasy points will adjust on their own also if you go to the extremely popular daily lineups page mm. we now have projected minutes Ooh. um in there it's very great visually and very new this week on off court data integrated into the daily lineups page so for example the atlanta hawks play tonight uh players who are listed as out get thrown into that basically you click the on off court button and it tells you when john collins and and uh dejounte murray are off the court these are the players who get the biggest usage boost these are their total usage and that's a very quick sort of snap way uh, to see the benefits and to see sort of generally um, uh, guys you can sort of quick target in DFS and then do a little more research after that. But it's a great feature, um, and I highly encourage everybody to check it out. Uh, that page You can basically live on the daily lineups page, and uh, you will do just fine in fantasy. Um, so, like I mentioned, the Atlanta Hawks, there's going to be some value there. I'm not 100% sure where it is because DeAndre Hunter is questionable. I think if he plays, that's a little interesting. Uh, maybe that's more longer term with DeJounte Murray out. DeAndre Hunter could get some more usage. Uh, but you still got to keep an eye on A.J. Griffin. I would still strongly consider Trey Young, uh, who has an absurd like 47% usage rate with Collins and Murray off the floor. And of course, if you're feeling crazy, there's always the sort of like Justin Holiday, Aaron Holiday types. Uh, I don't think I would necessarily do that, but depending on the on the salary um, 
whatever flexibility it gives you could be beneficial. Uh, Shannon, are you are you specifically targeting this uh, Minnesota Utah game? I am. I mean, I mean, first of all, it's the highest over under of the night. Um, but even on top of that, I just like a lot of the the value options um, and for on both sides of this game. I mean, I mean we have Minnesota with, with Carl Anthony Towns out, so you've got you know by default a boost to Gobert and, and Edwards and D'Angelo Russell. Um, all of those guys are coming off, or especially Anthony Edwards and, and Gobert are coming off big, big games, 58 points, um, 50, I'm sorry, 55 points for Gobert against Indiana uh, and, and 59 points uh, for, for Ant Edwards in that game. <laughs> Gobert going back to Utah. Is he going to turtle up or is he going to be a monster and have another big game? I mean, with cat out, he should dominate. Uh it's it's not even about we're not going to mention revenge games, uh, but just the fact that cats love out, to he, mention revenge I, games. I know as <laughs> Gobert should do well. Aunt Edwards, uh, he you know with especially with cat out, uh, can pop off for for fifty sixty fantasy points pretty much any night. He's done it twice in the past three games. Um, I, on the on the Utah side, Clarkson, uh, you've got Sexton's out. Uh, which how will Kelly, be, how about the clinic, baby? We're getting there. We're getting okay. there. The clinic's an option. If that's who you like, Ken, you're getting in on DFS picks. Let's I know. Do I'll, it. I should be Let's quiet. Let's do I'll, it. I'll take me. I'll, I'll, I'll remove myself. No, I mean, the <laughs> Kelly Olenek is definitely an option. Uh, Walker Kessler, his, his salary went up. Uh, but if marketing's out again, or even if Kessler's just sitting if Kessler sticks in the starting lineup Malik Beasley he earned a spot start uh with with marketing out the other night all those guys are solid options and and I think you can mix and match and find find a handful of good players to put into your lineup in that game yeah the the Mike Conley return is is going to be a little interesting that might throw a loop into certain things and you have to you definitely have to check the lineups late uh, it might be a late swap opportunity, depending on what site you play on. But I think that's all good to bring up. Yeah, and you mentioned Anthony Edwards. He's just his floor is so high right now with um, with Towns out. And he's his steals are kind of absurd over the past few games. That's really boosting his fantasy value. Yes. On the other hand, <clears throat> on the other hand, who else do you trust on that team to consistently put up offense and is a go-to scorer late in the shot clock? Um, so I, I, I still don't mind playing him, even if his salary is mildly inflated. Um, I also kind of like Valanchunas tonight. He's up and down. But you look at his game logs, a lot of times those games where he's playing 19 minutes a game, 20 minutes a game, not putting up great numbers, it's against teams that don't play traditional center very often, or they space out the floor, or their center is really athletic. But he had a great game against Phoenix earlier in the season. He's had great games against like Atlanta, for example, with other traditional centers. So I think he might be a little bit of a sneaky play tonight because they're going to need Valanciunas out there. Uh, Aiden, to is go up can, Aiden is a center you can muscle up. And, and I'll I'll say it's not just traditional centers from like a size standpoint. Like I'm not going to start Valanciunas against Jokic. He had a dud against Jokic earlier. Game. Any basically any center who hangs out around the perimeter. No, thank you. But if it's a traditional big man, a plotting big man who, who's going to hang out in the paint all day like DeAndre Ayton will, yes, that's a little bit different. 
Shannon, I see in your notes here you might like Markel Fultz after a, for, for a bounce-back game. I do. I do like him for the bounce-back game. I, I think that he's going to have pretty light. Uh, ro- he'll be lightly rostered. Uh, Jalen Suggs is already out. Uh, Fultz, as we, we discussed Fultz a little bit last week, but he's, he's been back for five games now. He's started every game. He had one, one solid 33 fantasy point game um, earlier this week on Monday against Milwaukee. You know, against Drew Holiday and a tough Milwaukee defense, he did well. And then he put up a dud against the Clippers, 6.4 fantasy points. <laughs> the encouraging part, though, is he still played 28 minutes. He's still starting. He he really wasn't very aggressive on the offensive end, 0 for 4 um, from the floor. I think he actually had a little bit of foul trouble. I, 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 I'm not 100% confident on that, but he did have four fouls, so it's possible he, you know, maybe in the first quarter, second quarter or something, he first half of the game, he got into a little bit of foul trouble, and that caused the slow start. But as long as the minutes are there, I, I, I expect him to bounce back uh, 4,600. You know, that that's the main reason, right? He, he's, he's cheap. He's a cheap option to plug into your lineup. One other cheap point guard option I like a lot is Monte Morris. Uh, and, and Morris is a guy who I actually uh, complain that we constantly are over projecting him. I feel like we're, we're a little bit too high on him. But I like him tonight, fifty five hundred, and the main reason is Beal's out. Uh, we've we've got with Beal out, Morris is just producing better. He, he he needs to play more minutes, and we've seen that the last couple games. So if Morris is getting in that mid to mid thirty minute range at fifty five hundred, I like him quite a bit more. Yeah, Morris is definitely someone to turn to, and that Washington game too. Uh, worth noting that Kristaps Porzingis is questionable for that game. Um, that could definitely result in a lot more viability for Kyle Kuzma. Kuzma, yeah. Um, yeah. You could consider Gafford. There are other Avdia um, that those guys are sometimes hard to predict, but that is definitely a game uh, worth paying attention to because Miles Turner is also questionable, and it's one of the first games of the night. So we should get that news before lineup lock. Uh, so you should uh, be able to do something about that, not have to panic um, at some point later. Um, where else do you see value, Shannon? Yeah, there's three more guys that I really like. I really like their salaries for tonight. Tim Hardaway, uh, uh, Uncle Ken, K-Train favorite, <laughs> is absolutely on fire right now. Uh, he he is he has topped. What he what he coming off a 29 point outing, 42 fancy points. Uh, he's had 39 or more fantasy points in three of the past four games, and he's still only 5700 on FanDuel. Um, as long as he continues to fill up the buckets. Uh, I'm going to plug him into my, and stays under 6,000. I'll, I'll plug him into my lineup. Uh, PJ Washington, another guy under 6,000, 5,900. Uh, he has four straight games with 30 or more fantasy points, including a 40 point outing. And I actually think he's going to be a little bit um, under rostered tonight because he only played 30 minutes against Brooklyn because he left that game um, due to a minor injury, but, but that injury, uh, designation. It was a minor eye injury. Um, he did not return to that game. Uh, that hence the 30 minutes, but he's, he's the injury since been cleared. He'll probably get back to 34, 30 to 35 minutes tonight. And, and he hasn't really put an entire game together. You know, he he'll have 35 fancy points with like three steals and three blocks, but not, you know, he had, he had 32 fantasy points last week with uh, zero points scored. 
but eight rebounds, five assists, three steals, three blocks. Like once he puts a full game together and, and we've seen this from him a couple times this year, 56 point out back in mid November where he actually scores, you know, 20, 25 points and gets the defensive stats too. And just has a monster 50 point outing. I think, you know, PJ Washington has that kind of upside. Uh, and, and last but not least, Jarrett Allen for the Cleveland Cavs, 6,900. He just returned from a six game, five, five or six game absence uh, from injury, returned on Tuesday night against the Lakers, scored 24 points, 11 rebounds, four stocks, 49 fantasy points in 38 minutes. He's going to get the run. His price is 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 at a discount right now. I I love him for tonight against the uh, Sacramento Kings. All right, thank you, Alex and Shannon. FanDuel is providing a special offer to all new users. By the way, sign up for FanDuel, play a one dollar in any NBA contest, and receive ten dollars free. I like the Jared Allen suggestion, Shannon. And the Tim. Uh, sorry, I got I got distracted reading your old man rant before you started doing it, Ken. It was it it made me laugh already. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> so let's just let's jump into it. Arrgh! You know what burns my britches? When players who haven't won anything think they are superstars. Trey Young has won nothing. He should be begging Nate McMillan to coach him up. Instead. Young's being a prima donna and fighting with his coach about his shoulder boo-boo. Young decided not to show up for Friday's game. And as ESPN Zach Lowe recently pointed out, he stopped moving without the ball as well. Oh, boo-hoo, Trey. Stop acting like a child, Young, and play some defense. Arrgh! Yeah, he sucks, man. 20, 20, <laughs> 26 points and nine and a half assists per game. You know. What a garbage ass player! Twenty four years winnings. old. Show so, me he, the success. He's done just as much as Tatum or Jalen Brown. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Uh, Trey Young is uh, maybe the worst defender in the NBA, but yeah. Um, okay, I think we avoided any mispronounced names this week. Um, Wasn't confident with Nebhard. 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 Yeah, Nebhard. Okay. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us on the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, presented by Pickett and FanDuel. Ken, take us out of here. Yeah, let's go to New Orleans, where apparently there's a new marshal in town, Najee Marshall. He did some boasting Wednesday night after backing up Zion. And does Zion really need help <laughs> with fights? But after backing up Zion Williamson after a hard foul from Shannon's Jalen Duran. Marshall said, quote, I just feel like I'm tougher than everybody in the world. That's just what it is. Attention, passengers. This three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. <laughs> this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.